0: What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of God With Us podcast. My name is Nicholas Rutherford.
1: I'm Deja Rutherford.
0: And here on this platform, we have conversations that are centered around Christ to bring about better knowledge, understanding, and revelation for all who listen. And so we're excited for another episode. And on this episode, we are going to be talking about the biggest Christian lie.
1: Which is what?
0: You ready for it? <laughs> go <ahead. laughs> The biggest Christian lie. Um, and I think... It's been dangerous. Before I get into it, I think this lie has been dangerous. I think this lie has pushed people away from Christ. I think this lie has given people a false perception of who God is. Mm -hmm. And it's led people down a path of being God hurt, being frustrated with the Lord, and feeling like they're not loved. Mm
2: -hmm. And so
0: here's the biggest lie. And I know everybody has heard this. God will never put too much on you. Than you can bear. Right. Mm-hmm. Meaning, He'll never give you a, a trial or a tribulation. He'll never put too much on your plate in life to where it's unbearable.
2: Yeah, right. Mm-hmm.
0: And I think people misconstrue the scripture, 1 Corinthians 10 13, that says, God is faithful. He will not allow you to be tempted beyond what you're able.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Like, you'll never be tempted without a way of escape. He'll never put too much on you where you can be tempted beyond your capacity.
1: Yeah, and temptation is different than going through something. Yeah, yeah, but
0: I think where people have twisted that, and I think people have meant well, but that has led people to believe this lie of God I've never put too much on you than you can bear. I've heard that. Why
1: do people even say
0: that? I've heard that my entire life. And I hear, I hear people say it when they're trying to boost somebody's faith, yeah. or somebody's sad or somebody's going through something. And, you know, they'll be on the phone or something or praying and you be like... You
1: think it's like, well, meaningful, but...
0: Yeah. yeah, and they, I think people have t- taken that scripture and they've twisted it to mean that, you know, God will never put too much on you than you can bear, you know. Like, he will never take you through something that's that's so extreme or, or, or he'll never put you through the fire so much in your life. And I think that's dangerous because that's not true.
1: Yeah, I agree. I have to come in agreement with this, that is not true. That's not true. And so let's reference the Bible mm-hmm. all throughout the Bible, from Old Testament, New Testament. Sorry, I had to say that because people are talking about Old Testament, New Testament. All of it is the law. All of it is God's word. And so from Old Testament to New Testament, there are s- several Man, characters who went through stuff that like they should have died. They wanted to die. Who mm-hmm. who was it that was like God kill me? Isaiah?
0: Isaiah. Yeah. Jeremiah.
1: Jeremiah. They're like, man, Lord, I just just unbear- Job. unbearable. Unbearable thing. And it's like, God, why did you do that? This is this isn't the God that is preached today. Mm-hmm. He's not that's not the loving oh God wouldn't do that, God. But the word says he is the same yesterday today and tomorrow and right forever. okay and forever so if this is the same God that was doing that in the old testament this is the same god that would do that today and he was doing it in the new testament and so um the story i want to talk about is joseph mm-hmm. joseph um his brothers hated him and that's not nothing crazy because i'm sure all of us Probably have uh, experienced sibling sibling rivalry or hate. Um, If you haven't, good for you. I don't think I have. But his brothers hated him, wanted to kill him, sent him down that hole, Mm -hmm. sent him into slavery, was a slave, um, accused of rape, accused of rape, got sent to prison. Got overlooked, man, and just like went through, went through it all, and um, yeah, lost his family, lost his dad because his dad loves him so much, lost his position. But at then home. the Bible
0: says something so weird several times, and it says, "And God was with him."
1: Yeah. Ooh. And
0: God was with him, Ooh, and so that's good. God took him through that season, but was with him because that was what was supposed to happen. Yes. That was supposed to bring about what God really wanted.
1: That's good. But it came through challenges
0: and warfare and trouble.
1: Yeah, and that's really good. And so if God was with him, that means he wasn't changing the situation. He wasn't coming to make it better. He had his appointed time. And if you read the rest of the story, he did have his appointed time. He went through everything that he went through because... He was gonna save his brothers and his family and save an entire kingdom and nation. Mm -hmm. And um, he had to go through it.
0: And at the end, he gets the revelation. He says, you use this. He's talking to his brother. You use this for evil, Mm -hmm. but God used this to bring about this very um, circumstance. And so he understood, dang, I didn't see it before, but now God was using this for the betterment of Mm -hmm. everybody. Okay, so this is my biggest concern with the lie of God will never put too much on you that you can bear. Because let's say I'm a pastor, you're at my church, and you're going through a tough time, and I Mm -hmm. hit you with the, you know, God will never put too much on you that you can bear. Mm -hmm. Or you're new in Christ, and you're thinking of the God in your mind that you're not supposed to go through these things. I don't want people to give their life to Christ and feel like, They're not going to go through things. They're not going to go through extreme, you know, dangerous situations, extreme warfare, stuff that's going to refine you, stuff that hurts, stuff that is, you know, crushing. You know, you're going to go through something giving your life to Christ. It's not just going to be this cakewalk to the kingdom of God and, yeah, I gave my life to Christ and, whew.
1: Yeah, everything's all good. Everything's
0: all good. You're going to go through stuff to challenge you.
1: Yeah, I like This, who said it was all going to
0: be good? Who said it was going to be easy?
1: Yeah, who said that?
0: And God is one of, God, one of his characteristics is to actually test your loyalty, test your faith. Mm -hmm. And sometimes he does it on his own. Sometimes he uses the devil. For instance, when we look at Job, Mm -hmm. Job was a righteous man. Yeah. Job did nothing wrong. Yeah. But God was like, okay, Satan, I'm going to allow you to do X, Y, and Z. To prove a
1: point. To
0: prove a point. Mm Mm-hmm. Job had nothing to do with it, but yeah. God allowed the enemy to kill his children, ruin his businesses, take all his wealth, mm-hmm. inflict sickness, and he did nothing wrong. And I believe the modern day church will be like, God would never do that to you.
1: Yeah. God would
0: never let that happen to you. You know
1: that, or that wasn't God. That
0: wasn't God. Yeah. That you know, but God is a lot of, is a lot of the times behind some of the warfare we get. Mm -hmm. and not because he doesn't love us but it's actually because he does Mm -hmm. and at the end of Job's testimony he says I thought I knew the Lord Mm -hmm. but now I've seen him Mm -hmm. and so he got deeper in his walk and deeper in his faith and he had fears and all types of things that he was worried about he was consumed with losing his his children and his money and his things Mm -hmm. and he had never experienced this new side of God but the warfare is what got him to that other side. And so That's really good. I just don't want people feeling like they're not going to go through anything because,
1: yeah, not, because you're a Christian, you're a Christian and you're saved.
0: It's actually the opposite.
1: Right. I want to say this. I want to say that when you come to Christ, first of all, you're already broken. You're already sinful. You're already unholy. Cause you know, a lot of us, are getting saved, which means you were unsaved. And so you're coming, this broken, you know, vessel, and um, there's certain things that God has to do to you and allow you to go through so he can mold you into being like Christ, because that is the goal of the walk. Will we ever fully obtain it? No, of being, perfect like Jesus? No, we won't. We are sinners. You're gonna fail. But the goal is to live every day like Jesus. Mm-hmm. And so like I was saying, we're already broken and so that's what he's doing. And for me for example, it might look like you know you're gonna you're gonna hurt for three years in this specific area. But it's going to grow you, Deja, into who I need you to be. It's going to grow you out of that sin. It's going to grow you out of that mindset that isn't of me. Mm -hmm. So I can make you into the image that I have created you to be. Because you're dealing with your flesh. You're dealing with um, the devil speaking to you and influencing you. And so what I'm going through, I might say, why me, God? Or... Why this? And the world has put that concept in my mind before. Like, I'm following God. Everything's supposed to go right now. Yeah. But that's not the case. And sometimes it is um, based on your foundation. And sometimes it is strictly warfare but sometimes it is just god because he needs to build you up
0: you can't tell him how to bring forth what he needs to bring out of you like joseph joseph is 17 he gets this dream oh my brothers my father's gonna bow down to me Mm -hmm. he's hype but god showed him the end but he didn't show them the in between because 10 times out of 10 we're all gonna say i mean nah if i gotta go through that i don't even want them to bow down to me if i gotta be a slave and all this and leave home God ain't about to tell you all that because he already knows his children. And so
1: mm-hmm. I the feel real,
0: The go ahead.
1: I feel like that's what he did with us. Yeah. He showed us the end. and
0: I'm not going to tell you the in-between.
1: The in-between, but he <clears throat> He broke us down. And we can testify, like, we went through one of the hardest seasons we've ever <clears throat> excuse me, experienced in our life. But now that we're coming out of that and we're transitioning, We have an appreciation instead of like, man, I went through that. Why did I go through that? Even though we still question and, you know, we still, like, are trying to understand. It's not like, it's more of an appreciation. Yeah. And it's like, well, now that I'm out of that, I'm stronger. My mindset is different. I'm renewed. I'm leaning on him more than ever because he actually got us through those days, those tough days and those you know, those sleepless nights, he got us through that and so we've grown closer to him and we're just new people and it's like it doesn't make sense, but that's what it took for us. Yeah. I don't know what it would take for somebody else. But here's but
0: the here's the thing, when you when you put like jewelry in the fire, mm-hmm, you put mm-hmm. it in the fire and the heat burns it, all the impurities rise to the top yeah. and then they scrape the impurities out and then that's how they get all the impurities out of the jewelry. Yeah. So when you go through the fire, you go through adversity. God removes the impurities. But sometimes God wants to bring about a deeper revelation for you to understand who he is. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of us wouldn't cling to God if everything was going our way. Yes. We would actually put or him on the back burner. We would yes. disregard him. Yes. And, but when you in that warfare and all he, all he has, all you have is mm-hmm. to depend on him. It's a different type of relationship, and yeah. that's why if you read Psalms, it's one of the best. um that's one of the best books as far as praying mm-hmm. and worship praying because David wrote mm-hmm. most of them. But David was in the wilderness season of. I was just about
2: to talk he's about. He's in the.
0: He's living in caves. He got people depending on him. He's mm-hmm. running for his life. People. He thinks he's about to die. Mm-hmm. Every single day, almost. Mm-hmm. Lord, where are you? The whole Psalms is like. Lord, I love you. Don't forsake me. But God will never. God is this, God, mm-hmm. and it's like you see the the to and fro, <laughs> toss back and forth. He's in his feelings. He feels left alone, but then he he comes reassures back. himself yeah. that God will never abandon him. And it's like mm-hmm. the warfare turned him into a worshipper.
1: Yeah, because oh, he was always so a God.
0: He was always a man after God's heart, but what got him to worship God so so fearlessly and so boldly, and I don't care who's looking, I'm a dance. Even if my wife is mad at me, even if people think I'm crazy, that warfare. You don't know what it's like to be about to die. And all I can do is cry out to the Lord. Yeah, that's really good. Yeah. And so I want to read this um, from Paul, the Apostle Paul, because, again, when I I was talking about how the warfare can draw you closer to Christ, sometimes that's the goal, to break you down so you cling to him instead of your your job security and your money or Mm -hmm. your marriage or your... Uh, idols in the world, or
1: your friends, or
0: yeah. So this is Second Corinthians, chapter one, verses eight through ten. This is the Apostle Paul. He said, "We think you ought to know, dear brothers and sisters, about the trouble we went through in the province of Asia. We were crushed and overwhelmed beyond our ability to endure, mm-hmm. and we thought we would never live through it. In fact, we expected to die. But yeah. as a result, we stopped relying on ourselves." And learn to rely only on God, who raises the dead. And He did rescue us from mortal danger, and He will rescue us again. We we have placed our confidence in Him, and He will continue to rescue us. So,
1: and these are His God will never put more
0: more than you can bear. He'll never give you more than you can bear. Well, in this instance, they said they expected to die. This was too much for them, and then Paul says, as a result, it made us put all of our confidence only on God because he's mm-hmm. the only one that can get us out of this. Not on our status, not on our own strength. We got to rely on God. And I think that's where God draws a lot of us because
2: mm-hmm.
0: for myself, I made idols out of my credit score, my bank account, mm-hmm. my, my status in life. It made me feel secure. It made me feel safe, but it should only be God. It should only be him that's making me feel like that. And so sometimes he's going to bring about that with trials and tribulations.
1: Yeah, well, no matter what you're going through. And then um, it might not look like, you know, you go through something so severe, but I wanted to talk about the wilderness season because, you know, we were I feel like we were in the fire, but we were also in a wilderness season too because some people, they go through the fire, but you still have your family. You still have people to talk to that's around you. Mm-hmm. And so, like, you know, like, you could be homeless, but, you know, you still have your mom and your dad that you talk to. I, You know what I mean? And so you're not necessarily lonely. You have advice and comfort, and you are still dependent on God, but he broke you down to build you up. But, like, we also went through a wilderness season because we didn't talk to anyone. And mm-hmm. so in that, he, um, I feel like he did that because... He wanted us to learn his voice and to, again, rely specifically on him and to show us what voices that would empower us and what voices will hinder you, Yeah. what type of relationships to be in and what type of relationships not to be in. And um, maybe you're not going through a tough situation like financial or sickness and health or, um, you know, something so severe, but you're... Walking through a wilderness season where it's different and you feel alone, and your um, surroundings are changing, and um, it probably is a lot for you to endure. But he's doing that to change your, you know, your mindset, and j- just to probably expose your surroundings and to change your surroundings and to be around like-minded people and to help build you up. Mm-hmm. And so that's another thing. I thought it was good, too, because, you know, the fire is one thing, but also the wilderness is another thing. I kind of put them two and two, but sometimes you get refined and you're not in a wilderness season. So, yeah.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. The biggest takeaway I want people to understand is don't run from adversity. Yeah. As a Christian, I think we do our best to avoid adversity, Mm -hmm. whether it be the wilderness, whether it be being refined in the fire, whether it comes through trials and tribulations. We got to actually be accepting of them, but yeah. in the, will, in not just the wilderness, oh, but in the, in the trials and tribulations of life, find God in every situation. Don't waste an opportunity of uh, warfare in your life and trials and tribulations. Find God. Don't just look at the adversity and focus solely on that, but find Jesus in every situation because there's a reason you're going through it.
1: Yeah, that's good. What you looking Did at? Did you uh, just say this scripture? Hold on. The one that um, it talks about, it's good to go through. Um,
0: Consider it pure joy? Yeah. No, I didn't use that one.
1: Oh, what's that scripture? Sorry, guys. Consider it pure joy. scripture popped up. That makes me think of this. James 1, 2 through 4. Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. Oh, that's good. That's good. That sums it all up. Yeah. It's okay
0: to
1: it's okay to face trials. It's okay to go through those things. Another thing is like, if it's not of God, if this if this is just literally an attack on your life, is no matter what that is going to bring you closer to Him. It should. You should be praying it because should. He is the one that will release you from that that um, that fight because mm-hmm. He will fight for you. Especially if it's just an attack on you. Now, if He's letting you do it, I feel like He'll give you that that peace and that inner knowing. Like, okay, I need to go through this. And I'm gonna wait on you, Lord. Wait yeah. on the Lord, but yeah. But so, this
0: yeah. reminds me of, um, remember that pastor came and spoke at church, Bob mm-hmm. Sword? Oh yeah. He mm-hmm. was talking about how adversity is your friend. Mm-hmm. And he told this story about, um. I don't know how true this is, I didn't look it up myself, but he said there was this, um, this garden that was in like Phoenix or something. Mm-hmm. And they did, they put this dome around all these trees and they tried to grow these fruit trees In the perfect setting Mm -hmm. so they did the perfect temperature perfect water Mm. perfect everything perfect air to see these fruit trees thrive and so the trees start to sprout the fruit comes off and then the fruit breaks off of the branches because it was too heavy Mm. and then what they realized was even though this was the perfect situation the trees actually couldn't hold the weight of the fruit that was being birthed on the branches because Usually, in a natural setting, the wind would blow mm. and the wind would cause the branches to get stronger and be able to hold That's the fruit. Crazy. <laughs> yeah. So, because this perfect setting had no adversity, it had no wind, it had no mm. nothing to test so it. Stuff probably even eating these it, right? apples, mm-hmm. the, these grapes, these fruit trees, they're thriving, but then they fall off the branch and then the branch can't hold it because it's never been through anything. Yeah. And so, the adversity is your friend. You're going to go through stuff. Yeah, you are. And so that lie of God won't put more on you than you can bear. Sometimes he needs to break us down because of our pride. Sometimes he needs to break us down so we won't depend on everything else, but depend solely on him. I remember days I would wake up and I'm saved, but my dependence is not in Jesus. It's Mm -hmm. not in the Lord. It's in my status in life what I can do, my own strength. I'm Mm -hmm. one of those people. I always have a backup plan. Yeah. So if this don't go right, I know I can count on this. Yeah. And it's like being stripped of that and having to wake up and pray and say, Holy Spirit, guide me today. What should I do? Where mm-hmm. should I go? What should I do with my kids? What should I do with my marriage? And that's how it's supposed to be. Yeah,
1: it is. And is. So We're it, supposed to depend on for everything. And
0: another thing, you can't, you can't decide how God is going to bring about the revelation that you need in your life mm-hmm. as far as like, Let's say you pray to stop being an alcoholic. Mm
2: -hmm. How
0: he chooses to do that, you don't get to say, oh, well, just send me to rehab, Lord. Or just 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 heal me supernaturally. What if you got to go through the worst situation you've ever been in? Because for me, with the pornography, it was like, I was begging God, like, I don't want to live like this anymore.
1: Yeah, and he didn't do it instantly. He didn't do it right away. It was yeah. gradually,
0: it was gradually. But when we went through our season of the fire and wilderness, um, coming out of it, I didn't even realize I had stopped. Mm-hmm. And I, I didn't do any of those things anymore. And part of it was the warfare and the the, the, the things that we went through were yeah. so hard. I put all my focus on him, mm-hmm. and then I come out refined and changed, and he did answer that prayer, but it came with trials and <laughs> tribulations. And so I just want people not to feel like the trials they ha- they're they going through <clears throat> is not God. Like, God wouldn't do me like this. Because we all go through some stuff that's like you don't get to.
1: Yeah, you just don't get to. You don't
0: get to choose what hand you're dealt
1: yeah, that's crazy. Y'all praise God that you don't jack off, any- <laughs> <laughs> you really? jack off anymore, and watch porn. That's the testimony. That's crazy because I don't understand it. but I know a lot of men are in bondage in that, and are. It's a stronghold. I mean, it's so normal and natural, even though it's really not. Since that, I was yeah.
0: Since I was eleven years old. Yeah, that's, un- that's not okay. yeah. Twenty five. So, yeah. So fourteen years of my life. So I have been watching porn and masturbating for is over that, half.
1: Is eleven even puberty for?
0: Over boys? half my um uh, over half my life.
1: Yeah, is eleven puberty for boys and like you hit? I think it is like 11, 12. Okay. All right, but yeah, but that's still like but, crazy. Like, and man. I'm
0: talking about y'all addicted, like can't stop. Sometimes can't sleep. Sometimes can't think mm-hmm. straight. Like, I got to do this. And I just, I knew it was a stronghold and I couldn't break it on my own. And so to now look up and it's been a year, about to be two years since I've done any of those things. And it's like, I know it wasn't on my own strength, yeah, but right. it came with extreme warfare. And yes. how I would have answered it, I would have just supernaturally healed me. Yeah. And just been like, okay, I don't do this no more. Or
1: took to the thought, some people think that. Like, um, I hate to bring this up. I actually don't hate to bring this up. But, like, people who come from, come out of being uh, homosexual, is that the word? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or bisexual or just liking the other sex. Um, but they, you know, God saved them and they're set free from the spirit. They're set free from living that. And they, they desire um, what God has desired for them. They didn't. They we still battle with the flesh, and so the the thought still comes about. Mm-hmm. And so I've heard that like it's not that he cha- supernaturally changed their mind, and that the thought never. Well, he did. I shouldn't say that. The temptation still comes about. Is what yeah. I'm saying. So yeah, and so it's not that you don't ever have a urge or ever think about it, and it's just vanished, but. God has given you the strength to get through it. Now, here
0: we go to that scripture. Yeah, that scripture. He won't give you temptation more than you can bear. That's right. Not trials and tribulations more than you can bear. Yeah,
1: and so like you could be going through a trial. Let's just say you are sick. God forbid. I don't come in agreement with that, but I'm using it as an example. Mm -hmm. That doesn't mean during that trial and tribulation, the temptation of sin won't come about. And if it does, he will always give you an ex. Uh, basically an escape route yeah so yeah those are two different things
0: yeah I, th- I, just, I just the biggest takeaway is i just want every listener who listens who may be going through something um you're not off limits like yeah. understand we are in a spiritual war yeah. when you sign up to be a christian It's not just a parade of, oh, now everything's going to be fine. You're putting on your helmet, your sword, your breastplate. Mm -hmm. We're going to war. And the devil will do anything and everything because he already knows his eternity is sealed. His fate is sealed. He doesn't want you to receive your salvation. Mm -hmm. He wants you to be with him. And so don't don't underestimate the fact that you're in a war. But also understand that we serve a God who... Is in all control mm-hmm. if you think about and read the, the word Job was tempted but the devil had to get permission he had to go to the God's throne and say God said what about Job and J- God said you can do this but you're on the leash you can only do this you can only go so far mm-hmm. when Jesus was talking to his disciples he said Satan has asked to tempt you
2: mm-hmm.
0: Satan has to get permission to tempt you so I want you to understand when you're going through whatever you're going through, it had to pass through God's hand first. So if God allowed it, He's already given you provision and yes. the ability to endure it.
1: Yeah, that's really
2: good. Don't
0: think that your trial is God don't love you or God is forsaking mm-hmm. you because we all go through stuff. People lose kids, people go through divorces, people like lose ligaments, people are have cancer that are Christians. Yeah. People's, you know, kids get kidnapped, like all types of stuff. When you sign up to be a Christian, doesn't mean these things go away. Yeah, it right. gives you the ability and the hope and the power to endure through things. But we're going to go through trials. Mm-hmm. But um, I stole this from somebody in a shop. Don't just go through, grow through.
1: Yeah.
0: Don't sure. just go through a trial and waste it and come out mad and angry.
2: Yeah.
0: Ask God, what is the revelation you need me to understand from this? Why am I going through this, Lord? Show me how I can come out of this better. Yeah,
1: what is it that I Yeah. What is it that I need to overcome? And yeah. what is it that I need to learn or grow into or grow out of from this? And that's good, but I just wanted to say this. Um, it makes me think like, you know, from us learning about, you know, spiritual warfare and just learning about the supernatural, uh, when you finally, you know, turn... And say, okay, I'm I'm giving my life to Christ, and this I'm gonna start living for Him. It's like all hell breaks loose. Mm-hmm. It's like, man, I was fine when I wasn't a Christian. Well, now the de- you're on the devil's radar, and um, it's it's war time. It's like, okay, you I'm like I'm trying to keep you a far as far away as possible from God, and now all these things in your life are starting to come about and so yeah yeah
0: and, and, think and that's
1: of, a topic for another day and think about yeah. it like
0: this though think about it like this mm-hmm. you saying that you're a christian right mm-hmm. that's a bold statement That is because not only does god know your heart and know if you're counterfeit but yeah. satan does too yeah he does like do you remember when the sons of skivia i think it's skivia they tried to do the deliverance on the man and cast out a demon mm-hmm. and the demon said paul i know jesus i know but who are you? Yeah,
2: who are y'all?
0: Y'all false claiming. Y'all not really what y'all mm-hmm. say y'all yeah. are. And then the demon jumps on them. And so yeah, the devil actually, has yeah. an understanding of who's counterfeit. Yeah. So when you're saying you, you're a Christian and you going to church, we, okay, we're about to really see if you about that life. Yeah. So understand the warfare is not just um, not just because of whatever, sin or things like that. That's That's a warfare in itself. But yeah. it could be. From the throne of heaven and it could just be your enemy like calling your bluff are mm-hmm, you really yeah. are you really about this yeah god
2: Cause, will test you because if
0: i say this phone is indestructible
2: mm-hmm.
0: it sounds good but let's test it
2: mm-hmm.
0: how how indestructible is it if i throw it at this wall if i throw it at this ceiling if i hit it with a hammer will it not crack
2: right
0: i can say it won't all i want but until, until i hit it, it yeah and the same with you. Yeah, you're saying you really that you love Christian? Jesus. Mm-hmm. You're saying that you that you're you're a disciple. You're a Christian. You you walk with God. Don't be surprised when the devil wants to call you out on your bluff.
1: Yeah. Or
0: and God will allow it. And
1: He will allow it to test you. Are you really with me?
0: But the biggest lie mm-hmm. of God won't put more on you than you can bear. God will not. Ne- he will never give you more than you can bear. That is a lie. Yeah. That's not scriptural. That's based off feelings, but it's not true cuz God will break you down and some of us go through hell and are still standing. Yeah. But um and
1: it'll be and a lot of times it brings about your testimony.
0: Yeah. I'm gonna finish with this scripture. This is the apostle Paul. This is Acts 14:22. He says um strengthening the disciples by encouraging them to continue in the faith and by telling them it is necessary to go through many hardships to enter the kingdom of God. Mm-hmm. It's a requirement. Yeah. You got to get jumped in. You're going <laughs> to go through stuff as a Christian. So I just want to tell anyone who might be knowing Christ or who may be in Christ, but be upset because that's me. That was me when mm-hmm. I was in my walk. Lord, I, I'm, I'm doing what you're saying. Mm-hmm. My life don't look like this. Why am I going through all these trials? You don't love me.
1: Yeah.
0: Whole time. It's because I love you you're going through these things.
1: Yeah, and he started to show you and reveal to you why you were going through those yes. things. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes,
0: but in your trials and tribulations, find Jesus mm-hmm. and don't waste a waste an opportunity with the warfare and the trials and miss out on experiencing God in a new way.
1: Yep. And trusting him.
0: Yeah. So I wanna leave it with that. You wanna pray? No?
1: I don't want you to pray. Oh, you want me to pray? Yeah. All right. <laughs>
0: All right, reject my uh, prayer. No, course.
1: no, no. I didn't reject the all prayer. Right. I wanted you to pray.
0: Well, Father God, right now, we just plead the blood of Jesus over everyone who is watching this. We cover this uh, platform in the blood of Jesus and these airwaves in the blood of Jesus. And Father God, we just thank you that we're able to speak your word. Lord, right now, we intercede on behalf of all who are listening, who are going through trials and tribulations that may be more than they can bear. Father God, you said in our weakness, your strength is revealed to us. And so i thank you that your strength is being made perfect in our weakness lord right now we thank you for the trials because you said all things work together for good of those who love you and so lord in the midst of our trials and our hardships let us not turn to idols let us not turn to our feelings let us not turn to the things of the past but to fix our eyes on you jesus and father god you said when we draw near to you you draw near to us and so lord i hold you to your promise that those listening when they're going through their trials, they'll call on you. You said, call on me in a day of trouble. You will rescue us and we will honor you. And so, Father God, I hold you to your word. I thank you, Lord, that um, no weapon formed against us will prosper. Lord, even though the weapons may be formed, even though they may seem like they're winning, they will not prosper over us. And I thank you, Lord, that everything that you're doing as far as the warfare, everything that you've allowed the enemy to bring about in our lives is only to bring about the goodness and the testimony for those that you love. So, Lord, in the midst of our adversity, in the midst of our trials, show us how to look to you and think of you like your word says, even though it feels bad, even though it looks bad, help us to trust you that your word is what it says it is, and you are who you say you are, that you will never abandon us, you will never leave us, and you will never purposely allow us to be defeated and and hurt and in pain without a a greater reason. And so, Lord, I just call on you to minister to the souls of those that are hurting right now. And I just thank you, Lord, for this opportunity to speak your word. In Jesus' name, amen.
1: Amen. I want to just say something. I pray that, you know, um, everyone who is enduring or going through something that you don't give up, we encourage you not to give up, even when... You think it should look a certain way, even when you like, man, it's been this amount of time, this many years. And you like, God still hasn't shown up. Keep praying for strength because he will make you he will give you the strength to endure. And he has an appointed time. And so just trust and wait on him. Mm-hmm. And so that's it.
0: Wait on you. Wait on him. And sorry, because you made me think of something else. The lady who was, <laughs> ble- who was bleeding for 12 years. <laughs> Twelve years she tried everything. Imagine if she would have gave up. But yeah. she was yeah, ready was when the opportunity presented itself. Yeah. Jesus is in town. She was ready for the opportunity. She wasn't caught off guard. So yeah. however long you've been waiting, just understand just it's for a him. reason. Yeah. And you gotta trust him. It sounds cliche, but when you build that relationship with him, he will minister to you in your trials and he will give you the peace that you need to endure.
1: Yeah. It just breaks my heart to see people uh You know, stir stray away from him. Oh, he didn't come in time. Oh, God didn't do that for me. I was supposed to be this. I was supposed to do this. Or God said he was gonna heal me and he never came through or If he loved me, why would I go through this? Yeah, and it's like and then people turn to witchcraft and turn to the world, which is still the still what the enemy has his hand over is the world and so it it still rejects God and so then you, you miss out on your your breakthrough, you miss out on your testimony, you miss out on God, and you miss out on um, what he has your calling. Yeah. And so, yeah, I just want to encourage everybody just to don't give up on him. That's all. Awesome.
0: The warfare is because he loves you.
1: Yeah. Yep.
0: Yeah. All right, well, we'll see y'all next time. Make sure y'all like, share, and subscribe. Yes, please. Um. Yeah, thanks for tuning in.
1: Yep, we'll catch you guys next time.